Me Versus Myself podcast, episode 103. This episode is titled, Are Your Goals Really Yours? And should we just get off into that, or should I warm it up a little bit? Make sure I don't scare you guys right off the rip. But the concept of, are your goals yours, came to me today when I was journaling in the morning. And I was kind of journaling about how, and I feel like I've kind of settled for a long time. And I feel like part of me... um, has settled in this little loop of trying to tackle all of these big goals while forgetting that the the little tiny steps are what lead to the big goals. I've tried to ramp up from zero to a hundred and I don't think that's the ideal way to go. And part of the reason why that's what it is is well the conclusion that I came to today was that maybe these goals aren't mine. So let me explain it. Let me unpack that. These goals are not mine because maybe at one point you were told or you saw something and you were led to believe that this certain thing would lead to this certain outcome. So, right? By you chasing a certain goal, it would lead to a certain outcome that would lead to that would lead to prosperity, that would lead to wealth, that would lead to financial freedom. And I'll unpack that a little bit more as we go on. But more so, I was talking about my agency, right? And I've been on an agency, the the digital marketing agency space for about two to three years now. And for a long time, like, I've been focused on 10K per month, 10K per month. That's been an idea in my head for such a long time, right? 10K per month, they tell you. Okay, 10K per month, six figures a year. That'll change your life. 10K per month, that'll do this. 10K per month, that'll, that'll bring this. And it will, and to an extent, that's not incorrect and it's not incorrect at all to chase that or seek that but where I kind of had to ask myself well these goals aren't mine because I started unraveling I started unraveling what I needed right and I was thinking to myself well dude even 2k per month would make a huge difference even 4k per month would make a huge difference but yet I'm focused on 10k which Again, it's not a wrong thing to do. Don't get. I'm not trying to say like, oh, if you want 10k, don't go for 10k. But I was just, what I'm the paint. The point I'm trying to paint is, hey, like, maybe you don't want 10k per month. So I can't. You can't beat yourself up too much because you haven't hit that. If that's not something you even want in the first place. So as I've been trying to hit this goal, right, I've been trying to go from zero to 10K per month, I've like almost forgot that to get to 10K per month, you gotta get 1K, the 2K, the 3K, the 4K, the 5K, the 6K, the 7K. And as you hit 1K, it makes it easier to get to 2K. And once you get to 2K, it probably makes it easier to make 3K and start ramping up your start leveraging your money your funds your business your talent better to therefore get from maybe now a thousand or two thousand per month to four thousand six thousand and then becomes unreasonable right shout out harmozi for saying is it unreasonable that i can that i can't reach this goal and let me close the door really quick so we don't hear an echo but is it unreasonable that i don't reach this goal right because like I was saying, four, like even two, an extra 2K per month would make a huge impact in my life. 
and for a long time I've been daun I've been facing this daunting demon, this daunting task of me being down here and then the final boss being 10k per month up here. And my level one skill set, my level one, you know, avatar has a big obstacle to climb to get to that 10k per month. Don't get me wrong, there's outliers, there's people that have done it, and there's people that do it fast. There's people that have done it times 10 the amount during the same amount of time. And that's not to diminish myself, that's not to compare myself to anyone, or it's not to put myself in the in the eyes of in the and just not to put myself in anyone else's perspective because this is my perspective and this is what I'm going through and this is what I've observed. And I kind of had to ask myself, like, dude, like, are these goals yours? And as I wrote that, I kind of got the idea that, dude, that's a good podcast. That's a good idea to base an episode on. And I haven't really took the time to plan out an episode before I go about um, recording. A lot of the past episodes have been kind of on the fly. It's been very much like, hey, fuck it. I want to record, but I don't know what I want to record. So let me just spit some bars. (laughs) And the thing with this, are your goals yours, question mark, I think it applies to a lot of things. It applies to everything, right? Because a lot of times we can compare ourselves, we can compare our situation, we can compare the relationship, we can compare our partner to things we think we want. And again, you have to ask yourself, is this what I want or is this what I've been telling myself I want? So now I think I want this when in reality I don't want it because I'm actually not trying to get it. And what I've been trying to, well, just today, right? What I've, what I want to pivot towards is, dude, like, it is not unreasonable for me to make an extra thousand dollars per month. And as I say that, that's so much less taunt, that's so much less daunting than me trying to go from zero right now to 10k per month. And it probably takes the same amount of time, and it probably takes the same amount of effort, and probably can be done in the same amount of time. But I felt very confused, very conflicted with having to slay this dragon that is this 10K per month mark because I've convinced myself that if I reach 10K, I obtain freedom. I obtain this digital nomad lifestyle where I can travel and my business is running on autopilot. And don't get me wrong, that is not that is not far away. That is not far away and that's not, not graspable. Right? That's not something I can't grasp. That's not something that's not attainable or achievable. But like I was saying, I was journaling and I said, it's unreasonable for me. Is it, it is, I said, it is unreasonable for me to not create $2,000 extra per month with sub uh, VA talent of mine and myself. Like that is a solid team that would fucking do really well pitching to people and servicing the one, the two to three clients that we have, and if we're bringing in only enough, only a thousand, only two thousand profit from that, that's so solid. Instead of thinking, oh no, I need to charge this much times this many people so I can make. It's like, whoa, you're fucking already at the finish line, but dude, you're the race is fucking the race started. Don't get me wrong, but dude, you haven't start you haven't started walking. So yeah, the race started. You know where your you know what the finish line looks like. But here we are not there because we're 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 content we're confused and conflicted about how we will deal with the finish line. But here I am in the beginning. Here I am in the 
like this the, the gun went off like two years ago and i'm still here like oh fuck like what what do i do what do i do when like how will i deal with that i'm unprepared but it's like dude fucking run hit it and you'll fucking you'll you'll overcome it you'll find a way you'll fucking crawl you'll fucking straight up army crawl and fucking teeth and nail because you're in the momentum you're in creating this you know level of certainty when it comes to believing in what you're doing because this goal seems a lot more obtainable this mission or as I've looked in it and if we're gonna build on this analogy about the level one character versus boss level so don't get me wrong there's people that have beat the game at level one completely flawless and made it to level beat the boss and that's fucking awesome. There's people that do that. There's people that are out there like that, and and I love that there is people like that because it makes it it makes it more attainable to you because if they did it with the amount of effort that it took them to do it in that short time span, over a long enough time span, putting in the same effort, I will obtain results that I want that could just be two thousand, three thousand dollars, four thousand dollars extra. That would make us that would make such a big impact in my life but yet here i am fucking starstruck about how i'm gonna feel when i'm servicing 10 clients or when i'm servicing five clients at this rate when i'm forgetting about walking or jogging in the beginning so i think that's a very good way to explain this concept of are these goals yours and you have to ask yourself that in all areas of your life this is something that came to me in this sense because I was journaling about my business. But as I think about it and as I explain that, I can see different parallels in the rest of my life where I'm asking myself, well, are these goals mine? Or are these goals that I'm taking on because of people I'm around, of people I'm surrounding myself with, of people I'm hanging out with, of people I'm trying to build up? And... I think as I recenter back to me and as I recenter back to who Jesus wants to become, because for a good period of time, I feel like I've been kind of stagnant and kind of stagnant, but at the same time, kind of in motion. Like I said, like I've probably just been doing circles around here in this beginning era, in this beginning, in this beginning, the start line. And not really making the strides to hey i want to be over there but yet i'm not doing the things that are going to get me there because i'm so conflicted about all the steps in between when it's so simple focus on you jesus focus on your relationship focus on your family focus on the work that's as simple as it needs to be don't focus on oh but what about this oh well, but what? it's like no dude that's that doesn't exist right now that doesn't that doesn't have to be real it doesn't have to be something you take internally it's not something i need to carry with me it's not something i need to like keep believing because you don't have to believe it i don't have to believe that at least not now and um i guess i can go into a little bit more and a little bit about what goals maybe i feel like I've took on that aren't mine nothing really comes to mind right now I feel like most of the goals I've set out to achieve in this next couple of three months are for myself 
whether I've, it's been like self-inflicted or it's been external things pushing me and making me evolve into something else. I can't think of things that are making me feel like, oh, that's not what I want. But I'm sure that if I look deeper, I can think about, hey, that's maybe not my goal. Or it wasn't my goal, but here I am. So I guess I gotta, I should have took more thought into thinking, what else do I need to think about? Are my goals mine? But they, for the most part, I think the, the goals that I'm looking to achieve right now is stay on top of my physique because I, I'm already fucking spilling all the beans right now. But in that case, let me go into this Q&A segment so that I can relate these ideas better because I'm kind of explaining the ideas I'm thinking of when I haven't even told you about the questions that I was asked on my Instagram. So the first question I got from Spiffy Miggy, Spiffy Miguel, Mr. Miguel Martinez, shout out. He said, what is September, what is on September 23rd, 2023? Oh, fuck. What is that? Uh, that day is the Dream Fight League, um, event. Uh, Dream is throwing a martial arts expo there, uh, in Santa Clarita. And I'm looking, I am going to have my first amateur mixed martial arts fight and oh shit saying that out loud to the public to my people it's kind of like oh fuck i'm really out here in the light and i'm really out here doing it even though fuck it seems kind of terrifying and it seems like something i want to push against but at the same time i know that i'm ready and i know that i'm ready to test myself i'm ready for the experience i'm ready for the journey leading up to this day we we're about like 90 something day, 94 days 94 days out from that so yeah as i've exp as i express this now to you it makes it so much more real because i've known that i'm doing this and i've been dealing with this little resistance of no you don't need to fuck the dangerous this and that but in reality it's like whoa i want to test myself and i've known for a while i want to test myself so, I can't lose much. I don't have much to lose. Literally, even if I lose, like, I don't see it as a loss because I went out there, I tested myself. Oh, shit, I don't know how to block or I don't know how to do this. Or I actually do know how to do this. I actually do know what I'm doing. And that might give me even more confidence to fucking show up times 10 in every other aspect of my life. So... That's what's happening September 23rd. As I say it, it's like, oh, it's creeping up in 90-something days. But that's, that's it's a good thing to have in my head. It's a good thing to keep my head screwed on tightly so that I'm not on a swivel, so that I'm not, like, bobble-heading, bobble like, scared and not scared, scared and not scared. And when in reality, it just is, and it's just going to be another day, and it's going to be just like training, and I'm not fucking fighting in front of millions of people, so... I can't be nervous about that, but also to have performed in front of hundreds of people. So, how bad can this be? Yes, I'm putting my body and life on the line, but through preparation in these next couple of weeks, I feel like I will be ready to face that. I'll be ready to achieve what I've set out to achieve, and I, I look forward to winning my first amateur fight. 
both both in spirit and actual skill and actual demonstration of what I've been learning these past three years training MMA training jujitsu training stand-up training what I've been training and working out and on unraveling and finding myself through putting myself through the fire and I want to say shout out to Ariel Ziegler who is slash is slash was is my uh, life coach mentor um, I owe her a great deal of thanks because honestly through her she helped me uncover a lot of the roadblocks I was dealing with from about November to I want to say March May March April a lot of this little like internal battle internal struggle internal negative belief patterns I was holding myself in and a lot of the things that I carry with me nowadays, like it just is, like the reason why I'm able to take a tea break and have a lot more control about it, which is something I don't think I've mentioned to you guys. I maybe did or didn't, but we're on day 21, literally 10 more days in this break that I've set out to do. One, because of you know job employers, and two, because it was time. I was feeling very controlled by the substance, and when that seems to happen, it becomes painful for me to not it becomes painful for me to stop rather than like even if I'm feeling like uh, like I, it's easier to stay in this little in the loop of consuming it rather than that un- facing the uncomfortability of facing the uncomfortability of the couple of days that come with withdrawing and clearing out your system from that and it, this time I feel like it took about two weeks two two to three weeks of you know kind of feeling irritable feeling a little bit stressed out feeling a little bit like my sleep wasn't as good but when i started having crazy dreams was was like two weeks in so i think that's kind of when my body was really like letting go of you know the thc in my system and moving forward this is something ariel told me that she's like dude whenever it's time for you to when you feel like you indulge so don't judge yourself don't beat yourself up for it because if you beat yourself up for it you'll create stress that will create you wanting to do more of that thing then if you do more of that thing you'll create more stress and it becomes a loop of stress frustration self-judgment self self uh you know self unacceptance and she told me to look at it like a lego and look at it like something if it was a lego that i really enjoyed playing with and looking at and having with me that's okay but there's a time where you might want to put this Lego on the shelf for a bit because it's not as fun or you know this Lego is distracting me from all the other things I have available to me so is this really what I want is this really the only Lego I want to keep playing with or do I want to maybe break it down and build something new with it or maybe I want to completely get a new Lego and fill my time playing with this or playing with you know and that's a very simple way to put it but when she said that to me it really made sense because I grew grew up I like playing with Legos so feeling hearing that analogy of like oh well okay just don't play with this Lego for a couple weeks months and it just is it's not a painful thing it's not a stressful thing it's not this thing that you need to dread and be like oh it's so far away oh it's painful i don't have it but 
those are just feelings and those feelings pass and it's cool to go through them because I was I have little triggers in my head well for a while I feel like I've gone through them but in self identity and the way maybe I view myself that's a part of me still and when I hang around with certain people and I go in certain environments I feel the need to chief up but as I've gone through it without chiefing up it's been okay it's been fine and I can explain this more because in in uh in I can explain this more because by sharing this this example of this weekend right this weekend from Saturday morning to Monday evening I was out and about traveling with Banda La Fantastica Shout out Mr. Ignacio Guillen Jr. for taking me along and, you know, providing the opportunity for me to go out there and help them out with their load and unload their equipment so that I can make some money, so that I can also get to travel and get to see new things while hanging out with my brother and hanging out with his friends. And in a particular van, these folks like to consume THC. And... Okay, nothing against that. But in my head, before that, I had already put in my head, like, oh, it's going to be painful, it's going to be stressful. Because the last time I went to Chicago, I also was on a little tea break. And that shit was stressful. That shit was, I was fighting my fucking demons that trip. But I made it through. And so here, let me explain a little. Uh, so we took a road trip up north, right? And during this road trip... We they had bought about a thousand a thousand a hundred dollars worth of J's, and this whole time they were kind of hotboxing the whip we were in, and I didn't mind that. I was okay. I was kind of like trying to get a little snip, you know what I'm saying? Like I was, you know, I was kind of like, <laughs> but I had also already made up my head in my I had already made it up in my head that I was okay with not. I was okay with it not going that way. I was okay with me not consuming because I had already set out on this path and I'm on this path and although these triggers are telling me to just fuck consume right now, nobody pressured me. Nobody was like, do it, do it, do it. It was just this little internal thing of like, it's right here. I don't have anywhere to be. I'm not driving. I'm not doing anything. I literally don't have anything to do. Like, And it's not going to affect me if I just do this right now. I stayed true to my mission I stayed true to the path that I'm on and it was okay to just grab it pass it on to the next one not to be like oh no I'm not cheating right now it was just like no okay thanks hold it give it a little I snipped it a little bit and I passed it back like did it get me high nah, maybe the hot box lucky kind of did <laughs> that got my ass lightheaded a little bit but <laughs> in Chicago though I was pretty okay for the most part I was okay thankfully I had I had some lavender J's but lavender is not really the move it's okay here and there if I really needed to if I really was craving something that would be okay because I did enjoy the act of completing the little J ritual ceremony you know consuming a joint but And I enjoyed that after that, I didn't really feel any lingering effect of like, oh, my high's over, or oh, fuck, like, 
let me achieve up again because again my high is over it was more so like huh that was relaxing that was cool and I'm here now I'm relaxed and I'm feeling zen maybe it was placebo maybe it was actually something that was going in through my blood stream I don't know but it felt really good to come back and not break that cycle still not break this little path that I'm on right the only thing though on my way back from Chicago we stopped in Dallas for a, a layover and I had a pizza really early in the morning and I want to say the time change I think the time change the greasiness of maybe that I had from the pizza it really made me sick and then the altitude it made me feel fucking sick I thought I threw up on the plane I threw up like I made it to the restroom I got to the restroom and then I went, and I fucking yacked on the mirror and on the sink. And I had to fucking clean it. And I cleaned it really good. I actually cleaned it. You can't, you can't tell that that had happened. But fuck, dude, I was like, oh, no, dude, that's not cool. And I felt so uneasy on this plane, right? I felt so uneasy. I felt like, oh, my God, something's up. But I felt like irritable. I felt like kind of stressed out. We hadn't been sleeping all that much this past two days, like, I was dealing with like some stomach issues. I was feeling like super full. Although I was using the restroom, I felt like really nauseous. And then eventually we got back to LAX. And after LAX, we were probably there for another hour and probably got the baggage while I helped, you know, take things away to where they needed to go through whatever car they were going to. And then uh, one of our banda mates couldn't find their, their bag. So we were there for a little longer. And then we ended up dropping them off. And then we stopped at the bank because my brother wanted to deposit money. And while he deposited money, he's like, you're going to deposit money too? And I was like, oh, I don't think so. I think I'm good. I'll just go later. And he's like, well, we're already here. So why not get down? And I was already kind of like, nah, I'm good. And like, I was like, I'm good. And I'm just going to keep you here. But then I was like, fuck it. I'm really, I'm already here. Like, what's the worst that could happen? So I fucking mustered it up. I mustered up the courage to be like, fuck it. I'm, I'm up. And I got out of the car. And as I got out of the car, I started feeling that overwhelming sensation. I was like, oh, fuck, no. And I couldn't hold it. I couldn't hold it. And I fucking burped. And I yacked again. Like, this liquid just swollen. And, like, again, I burped again and Fuck, that was two times. And then I went to the front of the car because there was people like... I, some guy walked past that threw up the first time and he kind of gave me like a... Don't oh, fucking what the fuck look. And then I was kind of like, oh, fuck. So I went in front of the car because, you know, like I said, I got out of the passenger. I yacked right there. And I didn't want to keep yakking there because, well, I was going to have to get back in the car. So I went away. So if I threw up, I wouldn't have to step in and I wouldn't go in the car with a throw up. So I'll go in front of the car again. Yeah. And I seen some people, some like a family, like a, a girl, a girl and her mom, pull up, park like one parking space over. And in this moment, I'm already kind of yakking, you know. So I'm like, oh fuck, like how fucking shitty that they're gonna have to, like, see this or go out, come out of the car and see me like this. So I went to a little planner box that was nearby, and again, I fucking yacked and yacked, I yacked two more times, and I started feeling a little bit better. But I had this like nauseous feeling. I had this fucking headache. I had this kind of like bloated sensation that I couldn't really fucking get out of. And I came home. I rested. Took a long ass sleep. And 
you know, today I feel a lot better. Yesterday, last night, I was still feeling like, oh, I have a headache from this nauseousness because, again, I couldn't use the restroom. So, and I'm really, I'm always, I'm, I'm really good at that. I'm very good at, like, flushing out my system. But, yeah, dude, I was having a hard time. And it was causing me, like, to be really nauseous. So, I had some fucking Pepto-Bismol. That was last resort shit because I was like, ah, oh, fuck this. But, hey, last resort. So, let's fuck it. Let's get it done. <laughs> And it did, I did get it done. And it actually made me feel a lot better. Like, I, I most definitely will not hold back next time. I'll be like, oh, I feel sick for my stomach. Pepto season, because that shit actually worked. So, that led to today. I felt good. I, I, today I went on a run, I went a two mile run with Luna, Luna, my husky, which was really cool to be back on a little jog grind, because. It had been maybe three days off for us. And two, because, well, I owe that to her. Every day, at least two miles. Like, even a mile is solid. But I owe her exercise. I owe her stimulation. And I owe her I owe her that running. I owe her that. Like, that's what she was bred for. She was bred to run and pull things. So, let's fucking make her run and pull me. Like, you know? And she doesn't pull me. She's more so, like... She's, we're in a flow of, we're like in the, we're in sync, and it's not like she's running faster than me, and I'm like catching up to her, and it's not like I'm running too fast, that she's catching up to me. We're at a comfortable pace, and we're just cruising, but we're running uphill, running downhill, so I feel like it really stimulates her in a really good way, and I owe her that, so it was cool to go back out there today and do that, go up the mountain, go down the mountain. Um, I also enjoyed that, um, I came home and I started uh, focusing on learning this uh, little sales script that uh, I will be implementing within in a week. Um, in a week, I start my new job. I start working for Farm Fresh to You on uh, June 28th, which is literally a week from now. And yeah, I want to learn the script so that when I go in for training the 28th, I can just build off of the foundation that I've already been like learning on. I've been already, you know, taking the time to learn the script so that if there's tonality things, or if I don't know what there will be as far as training purposes go, but it will just be really good. And that was one of the things they told me on my interview that oh, that's it'd be a plus if you learned it, and it'd be cool for you to come in already knowing that. And I think that there's no reason for me to go in there unprepared and not know it and try to learning it on the twenty eighth. When I got the job, the ninth. Well, I got the job the fourteenth, but I interviewed the ninth. You know, so there's literally no reason for me to be twenty days later not learn the script or not even took time to look at it. So, yeah, that's been really cool to go through the script, and I'll kind of give you guys a little run through from what I remember freestyle off the top, and that's gonna be like, like hello, hi, thank you for a moment of your time. Hi, my name is Jesus Kian, and I'm here with a local farm. I'm lo I'm here with a local family farm, and we're doing a farm to table program here in your neighborhood. And we were doing a sorry fuck. We're doing a and we're here in your neighborhood doing a farm to table program called Farm Fresh to You. So we are a collection of family farms who grow sustainably, who preserve our soil, conserve our water resources, grow sustainably and also protect our farmers.
that's all I got so far, bro. That's all I got. But that's a good script. <laughs> it's a good script. And it's cool to use like little hacks and little tips and tidbits I got from doing theater senior year. Because as I look back, I did not want to be there. But partly I was there because my ex was there. And it was like, fuck it. It's a free, free period to hang out more. But it's cool that I learned those fucking valuable skills. Because here I am implementing this memorization thing fucking four years later for a job that I'm really excited about and really fucking really happy to get started with like I remember as I left that interview I felt so like fuck yes that's fucking my position dude that's fucking I love that I love what I said I love the interview we had and here I'm sipping on some green juice today but dude it was so fucking I felt so good leaving that interview Just because I, you know, I believe in regenerative farming. I myself am practicing regenerative farming, building, rebuilding the land, reconstructing, adding biodiversity into the land. So that's one of the things I am passionate to help other vendors, you know, other farms that are established, that are producing high yields, get their produce out to more people so that they can keep building their land up. They can keep being regenerative farms and combat this little big agriculture pennies on the dollar, you know, method of monoculture, which is planting one crop over a shit ton of acres. Rather, we're looking at farms that have segmented areas for segmented things that have animals grazing on the lands that have pesticide free, you know, it's beyond organic. So I feel really passionate about like selling that. I feel really cool about like diving into that, meeting more people in this industry, meeting people that are already doing really good in my, in, you know, that are really doing good for themselves, working the same position as me and seeing what they're doing and implementing the lesson Harmozi says. And when you get a sales position, see what the top person is doing and try to double their output. And I think that there's a lot for me to learn there. I feel like I'm excited to learn about it. I'm excited for the challenge. I'm excited to grow. I'm excited to create this income for myself and my family that I've now been building. Yeah, because maybe y'all don't know. I don't think I've formally told everybody, but my girlfriend, had, my wife partner, like we've been living together for two months now. And that's been a challenge. That's been a up and down. That's been a, a cool thing to go through and experience. But definitely, like, I, I'm, I'm, and I did tell you guys last episode when I told you about the manhood, right? I think I did. But regardless, it's, it's something that we had to adapt. It's something I had to, you know, overcome the, this sort of like, whoa, I don't know if I was ready. And that kind of goes back to, are your goals yours? Maybe this wasn't exactly the way I wanted it to go down. But now that it is, and now that this is the decision I made, I have to live with it. So this is not something, it's not like, okay, I'm like putting up with it and just letting the days go by. But it's more so like, whoa, maybe that wasn't your goal right away. Maybe that was your goal, yet not the way you thought about it. Or maybe you thought that, oh, there'd be time be, be time in between this actually becoming a reality. Rather, we fucking dove in and we're doing really well. Like, we're literally thriving. We didn't drown. We fucking made it through the shock of, oh, fuck, you know, like we're transplanted together. And I ran out of storage here, guys. 
Um, so my phone video will not longer be with us. Uh, this is kind of unfortunate that this happened, but thank you regardless for continuing to listen. I'm very grateful and I'm, I fucking wish I could have cleared my storage out better. I, I thought I had four gigabytes to record this, but apparently not. Um, but yeah, me and my girl have been living together for two months now and we've been doing really good. It's been challenging. It's been kind of a change, but at the same time, it's been really rewarding to go through this process of, hey, dude, like, we're doing it. We're, we're showing up for each other. We are becoming who we want to become in hopes that this is who the other person still wants. This is the, who the person that we're with wants to be with. And back to what I was saying about me being stagnant, I feel like that's kind of played into that in a way. Like I've been kind of stagnant in a way because a lot of my needs are met. Like my my food needs, my partner needs, my sexual needs, my um yeah, literally those all of my needs have been met, and I don't feel like I don't feel like there's been a hunger almost like. It's been like this this beast has been fed like this beast literally doesn't even have to go out and hunt like the fucking harvest is so abundant because of our partnership that I get to reap these rewards. Well, I've let myself reap these rewards when in reality this is not something that I want to, you know, like be okay with. Okay, like this is my reality, so this is what I'm going to do. Instead, it's like, no, dude, like hang on, we're we are doing this together and we're improving ourselves and we're improving ourselves so that we can keep being the people we want to be with instead of like okay you got me here you meet you you i won you know you won that's it because that's not why we got together right that's not why we were brought to each other in the way that we were that's not the way we we found each other that's not the way that's not the people we were before ourselves so why are we going to uh, you know like digress backwards and in a way kind of fall apart because oh yeah we love each other oh yeah like we live together now so oh yeah we should be okay like it's like no I should still show up and work out I should still show up and look good for my partner because literally like okay like before it used to be external. It used to be external, externally motivated, and it used to be like, okay, I want to look good. I want to do this because I want this X person. I want that, you know, like talk to these many girls. Blah 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 blah. But then I kind of had the opportunity, like in Mario, right? Like in Mario, where you hit, you find a secret pipe, and you can go to the other world <laughs> without going to the first world, or without going to the second world. That's kind of what happened. I skipped that phase of like, well, I don't really need to go out there and fucking be a little man, be a little man ho. Although I, at the time, maybe felt like that's what I wanted to do. But then again, is was that my goal? Was that my goal to begin with? Probably not. So it's okay. It just is that this is now a reality. But like what I, was, what I was, sorry, what I was trying to tell you was that like, dude, like, I should still show up for myself, most importantly, 
And through showing up for myself, I show up for my partner and I show up for her. Um, and I think the same way goes to her. Like by her showing up for herself, she shows up for me and we can keep, you know, feeding, pouring into each other in that way rather than like, okay, like you're with me. You, we think we're secure now because we live together and now, you know, we've kind of made it to a vantage point, like a viewpoint. But in reality, if we look at where we're at, it might not be where we want to be at right now. So if we're not being the best version of ourselves, we are probably letting ourselves down in a way that maybe we're afraid to talk about or in a way that we could maybe, maybe hide from when it's not something we should hide from. It's something we should encourage ourselves to keep becoming sharper and sharper and sharper. Instead of saying, that, oh, you're this way, I love you and I accept you and I'm so grateful for you. Because at least in my point of view, like that's not something I'm interested in doing. To be like, oh yeah, this is who you are, this is who you've shown me you are. Like, I'm gonna like. Don't get me wrong, I'm gonna accept you, but it's like, no, we gotta keep pushing. Like, I should. I don't expect you to to accept me for me, and be okay with me like fucking off or me like not working out or for me to become lazy, lazier for me to be like, you know what, I'm not going to work anymore. You know what, I'm not doing this anymore. You know what, I'm not gonna pay rent. You know what, I'm not gonna train anymore. Because, no, that's not why we signed up for this. We signed up to hold each other accountable, to be there for each other, accept ourselves for, obviously, obviously accept ourselves, but to not let each other settle. Because if we settle, yes, in the short term, we might love each other and we might be held together by that. That might not be the case, like, in 10 years. That might not be the case in 15 years when things are different, when our bodies have changed, when... You know, we've become different versions of ourselves that we maybe didn't anticipate when we first got together. So that's why I want to encourage us to continuing being, um, showing up for ourselves. Because, you know, the second question I was asked was, what has been your motivation lately? And that's been my motivation lately. The motivation that I need to show up for Jesus. Like, Jesus is still hungry and yes he's been fed yes they've been feeding him yes they've been giving him his meals on time they've been doing this and that but Jesus is still hungry and they're still out there to go hunt there's still things out there to go hunt for yourself now it doesn't have to it doesn't mean it's not girls anymore it's like wealth it's fucking building the business it's building connections and friendships in a non-lustful way because before then too a lot of my friendships stemmed from maybe lustful thoughts and maybe that's a normal thing but I don't know I don't think it was healthy for me to build relationships out of a lustful way out of like a a neediness kind of thing where in a way like we're friends but I'm kind of waiting to hopefully one day you know something happens and that's not a mature way of looking at friendship because what, am I always going to have those kind of thoughts that, oh, shit, I shouldn't make friends because back in the day it was an, out of a lustful state? When in reality now it's like, no, dude, now it's not, I don't, I'm not going to disrespect my partner. I'm not going to disrespect what we've built by trying to be people's friends in a way that I'm looking to get something physical out of them. Now it's more so for the connection, for the bond, for the 
acceptance and the you know that that same thing i was saying about pushing each other to become the best versions of ourselves because that's really all we can do and i want that for my friends i want that for my peers i want that from the people around me and the people that i'm gonna raise my kids around i don't want to raise my kids around lazy people people that are doing this or that that are not trying to become better that are stuck in childish ways that are not improving themselves that are not adding to themselves like that's not something that will help my tribe that i'm building so it's not so much like oh fuck i need to go make friends because you know if i make friends i might meet their friends and blah 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 blah. now it's like no i want to build a tribe and there's people with resources out there there's people with knowledge out there that can help me get that and i just need to show up for myself and you know make friends because now it's not so much the way that it used to be now it's not like oh yeah i kind of like this person so let me be intrigued more and try to get to know them so that again hopefully one day things happen because that's such a childish way of looking at things and as i say that it's kind of like well that's silly but that's really what was going on in my head like that's what i was thinking and I feel like people could feel that. And maybe no one ever told me about it. No one ever confronted me. No one ever was like, hey, dude, like, chill out. Because maybe I never acted on it or it was kind of secretly in something in my head. But now I'm that fucking voice of reason that's like, bro, like, what are you doing? That's not, huh? That's your friend. And, again, now it's not something I think about. I, I don't have I don't have those thoughts. I don't have this desire to be like, oh, I need to go out and meet people so that I can try to riz them up, quote unquote. Like, no, like simply I know that my community, that the community I'm building, I'm going to want friends. I want friends like totally. I want fr- I want friends. I want friends that have partners so that my partner can have friends and also her friends can, you know, maybe potentially their partners be friends with me. And build this community where we're all helping each other. We're all helping build each other up. And that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited to, you know, keep going in on this path. Keep going and going deeper than we've have before to see, hey, like, what is it we want? What is it we're trying to build? And here, actually, this is what I'm building and this is what I'm trying to accomplish. So if you'd like to join me on this journey... I would love to have you here. I would love to have you part of the crew. And it's not nothing shady. It's not something that I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's not for my self-interest. It's not for my own you know, childish desires of thinking, oh, yeah, I want to get validated by this person, that person, bada beam, bada boom. It's more so I want to validate Jesus Guillen by showing up as the best version of Jesus Guillen. And having that under my belt to know, yes, that's who the fuck I am. Because this is what I've been doing and this is who I am. And that's the facts. And whether you like it, whether you don't like it, Jesus loves it. So I just literally do not care whether you do or don't. Um, And with that being said, I think that covers all of the things I wanted to talk about. Sorry about the video podcast getting cut short. You know, you guys kind of got this still image of myself. But I'm very grateful for this platform. I'm very grateful to be 103 episodes in. Um, 
I hope you guys got some value out of this. If you did, please let me know what parts or what made you feel or have what what sparked any thought in your mind. I would love to hear that. I would love to know what what thought-provoking idea maybe I spit that you felt was cool. And I love you guys for supporting me. I love you for being along this journey. I love you for being here and for existing. Thank you so much for listening to Me Versus Myself podcast episode. Are your goals yours? Hashtag number number 103, not hashtag. Goodbye.